thank you, thank you for being here. Welcome to episode 31 of the Provo Kid Podcast. And a wonderful thing about this podcast is it's unstructured, right? And uh, it's just a free-flowing, free-feeling podcast. And before I started this podcast, I had a wonderful opportunity to reflect uh, on my childhood and just a weird thing happened, right? I I lived in a cul-de-sac, okay? And in this cul-de-sac, there were three kids. I was one of them. And there were more than three kids. God, I should stop my... Fuck, man. Here's the story. There were three kids in the fucking cul-de-sac. I was one of them. And I had two other friends. I'm not going to say their names. Uh, Out of respect for the privacy. But out of all of us, we completed, I think, the, the trifecta of marijuana. And that is one person became like a pharmacist slash like, a, I guess a pharmacist is a doctor. Anyways, they uh, medical marijuana pharmacist. Crazy, right? So they're in charge of helping people get and receive uh, marijuana treatment. And the other friend I had uh, grows marijuana. <laughs> and guess who I am? I consume it. <clears throat> and I just thought, how funny is that? Because we come from the state of Utah where all, all three of us, n- nobody in our cul-de-sac would have thought that these three kids would grow up to smoke weed, grow weed, sell weed. <laughs> Cause it was illegal when we were kids. And that's so funny to reflect on. And, uh, I just wanted to start the podcast. Just how, how crazy is that? Uh, three kids just growing up, having fun, turning into adults. One smokes, one grows, one sells. Well, I guess the grower and the seller, the grower also sells. There's two sellers. I don't sell. But a grower does sell. And a pharmacist does sell on some level. Does a pharmacist? I'll have to ask him next time I see him. Because he doesn't actually, he's not a bud tender. You go to him and he's like the science guy. Like, what's wrong? Uh, this is how marijuana can help you. Look at this. Look at that. Um, man. Uh, so marijuana, it's just funny how things come to be you know nobody would have expected that growing up i would have thought different paths for each and every one of us i it's weird man and the other kid the there's a couple other kids in this neighborhood guess what guess what the other one is a ufc fighter or like an mma fighter what the fuck (laughs) it's like did we bully this kid i hope not like i don't know we were friends with him but like what what happened? What? And this kid never fought anyone either. He didn't fight me. He didn't fight like he, w- he was a nice kid. <laughs> but he grows up to be a fighter, man. It's so funny. Uh, I should just give these people shout outs. But man, this is my podcast. You can find out probably just by going to my follows and seeing who's the MMA people. Oh, man, but I had a really cool upbringing, really grateful and blessed. And uh, what else did I want to talk? What else was I talking about? Uh, this podcast is off the cuff. We're we're running and gunning. And here's what also has been happening. So I had my previous episode, Catch Me in the Comments. Let me clarify this. Uh, if you're someone who has had a dis- disagreement with me in my Instagram comment, uh, specifically, it could be any of them, I guess. Uh my my most recent attempts at eliciting conversation and discussion uh, were 
like an advertisement attempt to create free real estate on Instagram. So people would come to my page. Like here's someone with X amount of followers. They make a really popular post. It's their most popular post. And in the comment section, I am one of the most upvoted people, right? So it's strategic. And I found out that I could, if you go to libs of TikTok and if you're watching this, I, I'm some of their older posts when I, I was learning how to become pro, uh, like what would it, like comment literate and get the number one comment. I, I got pretty good at it. And then I stopped commenting because you get a few duds, but also you do other things and you ask yourself when I make these comments on these pages and then I become the most upvoted thing, what's, there's a lot of value in that, right? How do you capitalize that value? Um, and it's, because when people see your comment, and I have comments with like hundreds of upvotes, but sometimes like hundreds of people will upvote me, but will never interact with my my uh, profile, won't follow me, won't like me, and it's interesting. So the the idea for me is to farm someone's comment section with a who has a really popular post, and take a con, not contrarian, but just an opinion that elicits a lot of discussion, and when I do that. It creates, I think, uh, a segment for my podcast called Catch Me in the Comments. So please don't take it personal, right? It's just for fun. And there's actually a guy who I had a discussion with still in this comment section from the previous episode. And I, I, I think he would have fared off in our conversation far better if he wouldn't have kept going with me. But I, I feel like I took him to the woodshed. Like I made him look like an idiot and I don't I, it's rare that I do this because sometimes people get really arrogant in their thought process but I ask a lot of questions so people will make statements and then my responses will be questions with answers right because they'll make a, a definitive statement and I'll say oh if that's true what about this then this what about this then this or whatever right it's just r- rhetoric and I love rhetoric, man. Rhetoric's so fun. Talking is fun. And uh, just doing the, that that whole thing is fun. And it's important in my mind to always be respectful at the end and try to not be rude or uh, disrespectful. I, I also want to be clear in my comments. Sorry if I hurt your feelings or whatever. I don't think I should have. Uh, I didn't make any, I would call them ad hominem attacks ever. That's not my rhetorical style. I don't like saying ad hominem attacks. But people do that. They'll say, like, I'll talk to someone and, like, hit them with something. And then I'll be like, your art's mediocre. What? Did we forget what we were talking about? <laughs> Thank you for even noticing it. My favorite thing from the comment section, my interactions, people will say, ha, 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 you're wrong, but cool page. Those are the best. They're like, you're an idiot. But you know what? You make pretty cool looking uh, content. And it's just funny, man. Uh, how that all plays out because uh, it's just a fun interaction catch me in the comments my my segment that uh, right now it's just refrained to that last interaction and I haven't really chosen and uh, a new comment section and I've been holding back to to wait to see like is this because do you really there's got to be a lot of d- heat about this the whatever issue it is like forgiving student loan debt is a hot button issue. A lot of people just got opinions. So it was perfect for me to enter that arena and just like stir shit up. And then all of a sudden I've gotten a few likes or follows and it doesn't mean nothing in the end, but 
It's just for me, free real estate. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just occupying uh, a certain sphere or uh, space on Instagram. And I want to talk about this. So uh, there's two types, in my opinion, uh, of uh, individuals on Instagram. There's creators and there's consumers. So I'm a creator. I create, everybody consumes. And I, in effect, also consume some of the other creators I observe, but I interact and create and create and create. And a lot of people are like private profile, pictures of babies. They don't create nada. They don't do nothing. TT, nada. They don't, they're not creative. They don't have any artistic skill. Imagination is zapped from their brain, right? Public schooling took a real hit on them. So they don't have any, like, and it's also for them, it's like, it's how I keep in touch. Instagram's how I keep in touch. No, it's it's meant for you to create stuff on. It's nice you use it to say hi to people and to show them like, hey, here's my kid. Hey. Or hey, I'm on vacation. That's nice for when it's for that. But for the most part, I think Instagram is an artistic arena, right? And it's there for people to create content and also, it's very important for people to consume content. And there are consumers and there are creators. That's how I see it. And so it's interesting when consumers of content argue with creators of content. And that's a lot. A lot of my interactions in the comment section are with consumers. So you go, you click on their profile. It's private. They, they don't interact. They don't talk. Because if anybody really knew their opinion and found out who they were, like it might not be good. <coughs> Excuse me. Fuck. I hate coughing while the mic's on. Sorry, man. It's just interesting. And a lot of people like to keep their opinions private, but, and that's respectful, but I think on Instagram, it's a public platform and it, and people want to share their opinions anonymously. And I wonder how that, that works. You know what I mean? Cause usually if you share an opinion, people know who you are. I think it's kind of, but the internet's created characters. You know what I mean? Like people, and I'm a character. This is technically a character, the Provo kid. But uh, like who I am is not a secret. Chance Blakelock. Uh, I I got a website. I got an Instagram. Um, I, you know, it's like not. Uh, what is? <laughs> you could look at all the people following me. Like, oh, that's who they grew up with. Uh, it's weird, but it just it's funny. Man, what am I even talking about? I'm talking about art. I'm talking about creating. I'm talking about how Instagram, as a as a platform for creating, right? Uh, there's two distinct people. I've, I'm just rehashing this so everybody knows where I'm at. It's pointless. But maybe it's not. And it's just interesting to see how I interact with some of those people in the catch me in the comments section. Where when I, like, they'll be able to take shots at me because, hey, uh, they can look at my profile, they can go through things and like, oh, you look stupid or your art sucks and I can't look at anything about them. And meanwhile, they avoid the topic of the conversation and just start like uh, dehumanizing me. Now, this this doesn't happen often. And, it, and actually, the last time this happened was in my previous, my first attempt at creating the Catch Me Outside comment section, which is three episodes when I talked about Made, in the, uh, made by Jim Bob. And my argument with people who think Jews run the world and how difficult it is to uh, talk to people who think that way. In fact, did I mention that 
the guy who believes Jews run the world, when I tried to talk about it on his page, I went to my comment section three days later and it was deleted. It's like, dude, it's crazy. Like he won't accept my like, hey, oh, you think that? And I like I said, I do my rhetorical formula. Here's a question. What about this? Here's a question. What about that? And because, you know, it requires thinking and a lot of response. People get frustrated. They I don't know, man, it's weird. But if I think there is an open arena of open arena of discussion on that, the whole platform, and it's meant for intersection of debate and discussion. And if you aren't having and people saying it creates tension tension solves conflict right because one side overwhelmingly usually wins and i am all for more tension on social media sometimes there's so much conflict in the world so much there needs to be more there needs to be more right because a lot of people are pacified they don't want to admit the troubles in the world because if they had to we'd have to fucking change some of these things right a lot of people don't want to have these conversations so they will have arguments about where we shouldn't have the conversation rather than having it i don't know man crazy world we live in what the fuck's this podcast about absolutely nothing uh if you're watching and you're just tuning in for the first time uh yeah man i really don't know the podcast is this. I'm the number one Instagram podcast. And the reason I say that is I don't see a lot of other people posting their podcast to Instagram and saying like, uh, here's content. Here's free content. 20 minutes of the podcast. And everybody's got a different way of doing this. And it's interesting. Now that I've, I'm an official stand-up comedian. And people will say, I, I love stand-up comedians. Here, here's something. If uh, uh, you talk to a stand-up comedian, which I've never done. <laughs> I, do you, I just love talking about things I know nothing about. Um, and claiming to be authority about them. This is like, I guess, humor at a high level. I don't know what, what, what you call it. So I do consider myself a comedian. And I... And if I ever talked to a stand-up comedian, I would imagine they would not one of them would ever say I am, right? I would be at a disadvantage trying to convince anyone I'm a stand-up comedian. And the reason why is, here's a simple fact, I've never done stand-up comedy. And I think the number one thing you need to be in order to be a stand-up comedian is to stand up on stage and do comedy, right? I think that's the number one criteria. So I don't fit that criteria. But how do I say then I'm a stand-up comedian? And the reason is, how do I say this? I say, say it this way. And it uh, doesn't really matter, but I don't think time's linear. So I know I've already been on stage. So when I, I speak from a position of time's not linear, I know I'm on stage. It's in the future. I have a plan. And uh, it hasn't been executed. But, so therefore, I'm calling myself a stand-up com comedian. And it's not my problem that you see time in a linear fashion. Where I can already see what the future is. <laughs> People, you can see the future? For myself, I actually can't. Some small level, I can see my own future. And uh, it's weird when people don't know you can do that. And that's, I can see my own future? Yeah. But I did not see the future I, I'm in right now, but I did in some way. 
like when I was really young, I said to myself, man, it'd be cool if I had my own podcast. No, no, no. It wasn't a podcast at my time. What this was called is a TV show. And I said, oh, man, I love to have my own TV show. I'd have a desk and I would like it'd be just like the news. And I would talk to people about maybe dinosaurs or uh, the playground. I would talk to them about the things I saw that day on on the screen and the interactions I had. And I thought that because how cool would it be to have your own TV show? <clears throat> and now and then when YouTube came out, I never really thought of it as having my own TV channel. But when you realize TV died and YouTube and the Internet, like uh, what's old is new, what's new is old, like the the TV didn't die. It just became a computer and the computer became the TV. So I can have my TV show essentially. But it, it's a it's crazy, right? Man. I never knew I would do it, but I did know because I, I was young. I said, oh, I would like to do that. And so now it's done. And I also, I worry about like, what else did I think when I was a kid? Holy fuck. <laughs> and that you see why people are so, you know, in the predicaments they are sometimes because their kid selves thought of some pretty crazy shit, I guess. Um, but welcome to the show. How am I a stand-up comedian? Uh, in many people's eyes, I'm not. And that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. And I love when people... Because there's people who don't think uh, Joe Rogan's funny. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. It doesn't matter. But if you don't think he's funny, is what is stand-up comedy then? I th- and then like you think about Dave Chappelle. Sometimes he's just talking on stage and then it's a joke. And it's a really good story and a joke. And sometimes people just get on stage and tell a story. And there's a big difference between Western comedy and, like, comedy on, in Britain. And comedy's so diverse. It's fascinating. And I think comedy's going to change soon when people realize. Uh, I always think of this, too. If you're a stand-up comedian and you don't have a podcast where you're talking to yourself for an hour, what are you doing? I get you talk. You want to talk to other people. But why, why am I giving away a secret? No. Everybody should do this. Bill Bird, like, it's not a secret. If you learn how to talk to yourself and you're a stand-up comedian and you ever want to do an hour special, why wouldn't you talk to yourself for an hour? Anytime you could. You don't need the stage, buddy. And I think there's that's why comedy will is and will be changing because people are realizing that, oh, you don't need the brick and mortar anymore. And I don't really need to hear a, a laugh and applause I just need to practice speaking for a while and then write jokes in the meanwhile, sprinkle the jokes in while I speak for an hour, and then guess what? If so, facto, bingo, bango, dude, you're working on your craft. But a lot of people just don't have the ability. I think talking for an hour just nonstop, whatever I'm doing right now, to yourself, all there's here, let's be clear. If you I have opened the platform to people talking. In the first, whatever, 31 episodes, maybe 32. And to, to me, while I'm doing the podcast, because I think that's an easy way to create content. And it's easier than like watching. I mean, because there's ways, I call it cheat content. It's, or crowd work. In stand-up comedy, that's crowd work. And it's funny how you see, see people who will live stream and their ability to create content is limited to their interactions with other people to some extent. And, and, uh, I, I would like to see someone 
uh, like Owen Benjamin, just get and get on the camera like I'm doing essentially and just talk to themselves for an hour, right? Um, and some people do do this and they, they'll walk around and they'll talk to themselves and like share their thoughts. And I like that. I like, I like things like that, I guess. I don't even know what I'm, fuck man, what I'm talking about. And someone's like, if you, someone told me this, if you're forgetting, if you're losing your train of thought at your age, you're fucked. I was like, oh no. Because I had these conversations with myself. I was like, does that count if you're having a conversation with yourself for about an hour? Right? So if you're, if you're talking to yourself, essentially, talking out loud, uh, and you forget your train of thought, is that how bad is that when compared to you're talking to someone and then you forget your train of thought? Right? Uh, that's uh, a different story. Um, so I don't know. Interesting thing, like losing your train of thought and just just what that's like. And that's happened to me several times on the podcast because, well, obviously I'm enjoying a little bit of rec, uh, medical uh, medication from the marijuana, which like I should have a segment, you know, the the four, third eye hitter was kind of that. But uh, like a 420 segment, dude, to get my 420 crowd. That's the total higher side chat thing. And I tried to incorporate, when I created Third Eye Hitter, it was like higher side chat, Third Eye Hitter. I'm hitting some kind of market here. Then I realized, no, dude, just be yourself, dude. I'm a Provo kid. Really into story. I think it's, it was harder to be, and like I said, we're all role playing. I think when anybody plays like a, a character on a podcast. Or when they're working at a restaurant, like you're pretending to be a waiter. You're role playing. That's not who you are, uh, Frank, Bethany, uh, whatever your your wait waiter waitress name is. Like you are not you. You're just role playing, right? And it's weird. People don't understand this. Like when we go to work, we're all role playing. Everybody's just playing a role in society. Roles we've been assigned. And I want to get this clear. People will talk. There's a parent. Hey, this is the parent segment. There's people who talk about parenting in this way. If you get, if you bribe your children, like, oh, you're bribing your kid. Would you go to work if they didn't pay you? Would you do anything if there wasn't a reason, right? The, the best reason at the end is because you know it's right to do. But when you're really learning how the world works at a young age, People who don't have an education will call it bribing. People within education call it reinforcement. At the end of the day, it's called a transaction for this, for that, whatever it is, right? And uh, the the reality of the world is nobody does anything for nothing. And you should encourage your child at a very young age to understand how transactions work. If you do this, you get that, right? And of course, there's ways to abuse, misuse. Hey, that's everything. You can drink too much water. <laughs> like, it's not hard to take the concept called reinforcement and abuse it. Oh, here, you won't eat. Oh, man. It's not hard to abuse it. That's for sure. You can abuse reinforcement. And usually when you abuse positive reinforcement, it's because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And it sucks, man. 
It sucks. And parenting is also like relationships, by the way. Uh, reinforcing someone and helping them throughout life is very important. And the reason why is that some people don't know this. Uh, when you're young, everybody claps, right? For you, for you to learn how to clap. Everybody cheers so you learn how to cheer. Everybody helps you by reinforcing you to become a good person. But eventually you grow up and people stop reinforcing you. And the real world works when you figure out how to reinforce yourself. Because when you grow up, you can't expect anybody to say, hey, good job for picking up that litter. Good job for being a human and being nice to that person. Nobody's clapping for you. Nobody's patting your back. You have to tell yourself like, yo, I'm going to reinforce myself for being good. And it's a difficult concept for pe people to understand that. And at the end of the day, there are always people you'll see adults waiting for other people to clap for them when they're good because they don't know how to clap for themselves. Right. Silently. Not like I'm not saying like so like you. Hey, everybody see me take out the trash. No, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm not talking about letting everybody know how good you are either. <laughs> I'm talking about telling yourself self-talk. It's called positive self-talk. Hey, I did this and that's really good that I did that. I feel good because I did the dishes. There you go. I feel good that I, uh, what's the nice thing to do? Uh, I snowed, I shoveled the snow and Mr. For Mr. Parker, who's really old. That felt good for me. You know what I mean? Fuck, man. Welcome to the show. This is the podcast, baby. And uh, this one is an impromptu. And the reason I also created this podcast is because I did a poll yesterday. And um, the poll was, should I do a podcast tonight, tomorrow, or both? And people voted both. So because people voted both, I decided to create this podcast. Just kidding. I created this podcast because I wanted to. That, that's the honest truth. And it's what I enjoy doing. I could be playing video games, and I think a lot of people do. And I, I, I do play, and I haven't had an Elden Ring segment in a while because I haven't played in a while. It's, it's like I play that about once a week. And maybe I'll play tomorrow. Uh, but it's just for me, funner to do this, to talk, because I suck maybe at video games, and I can't play video games Unless I'm competitive. So I'll play a video game and become competitive. I'm like, oh, I gotta play another game. Because that's how they're designed by the, the people who are behavioral psychologists on a video game team. <laughs> it's like video game teams have behavioral psychologists? Yeah. Trying to figure out how to uh, reinforce uh, you to keep playing. How do we get people to keep playing a video game? And that's, that's an amazing science. Uh, it's shocking. How effective it is. How effective. And the reason why is, let's be honest, humans love games. Nothing's funner than playing a game. Nothing's funner than playing games with your friends. Nothing's funner than playing games with your friends outside. Nothing's fun than... What's funner than playing games? Waiting. Nothing, dude. Like, really, really, though, like, how fun... Think about your childhood. What's funner than playing a game? Nothing. I mean, you. I guess, what do kids like? Reading? Like, they like everything. But, games are fun. They're so fun. And people who understand that use it for a profit. Because adults will put, like, the New York Times benefited off how many 
years of the crossword puzzle, right? They they fucking all these nerds every day waiting for the fucking crossword puzzle answers. Like, gotta play this game. Gotta play this crossword puzzle by the New York Times crossword puzzle. It's like same shit. How many hours do you see people spend on a fucking crossword puzzle? It's like, what are you doing? I don't even know how to structure a question from that because I haven't seen one in so long. Fuck, man, what's wrong with me? <laughs> a crossword puzzle. Wouldn't it be like, what is the capital of Dallas? No, what is the capital of? Fuck, I got that messed up. What are the? <laughs> what is the capital of Utah? Salt Lake City, and that would be like line one down or whatever. I don't know how crossword puzzles work, dude. I haven't done one since elementary school. But remember that, They're like. It's important because you got to learn how to read. This is where I was, ladies and gentlemen. You got to learn how to read the newspaper. And why? Teachers were telling me, talk to me about newspapers, dog. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, kids with Chromebooks now? Kindergarten? My teacher's, like, having me practice a crossword puzzle from the New York Times? <laughs> what the fuck happened the past 20 years, dude? 30 years, whatever. Wow, dude, time change, huh? Everybody's got a Chromebook. The reason why every kid has a Chromebook is because parents started using screens for their kids and schools realized that if these kids didn't exhibit, uh, experience a certain... People don't know this. Schools realize if these kids don't get a certain amount of screen time at the school, they start to exhibit behaviors. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Because you know what the screen does? It, it numbs you, folks. It absolutely numbs you. And as an adult, I think you're person perfectly res responsible to engage in the screen as much as you want. But children, I find giving the screen to children, I find it a thought-provoking action. And it should be thought about more often when people do it. That's all. Thought-provoking action. Because... Parents, I was a screen kid. I grew up watching the screens, right? In some sense, dude. I was one of the first people to get a VHS, like, on a, on a low level and, like, watch Land Before Time as many times as they fucking wanted, dog. I watched that bitch so many times, like, crying, like, what the fuck, little foot, dog, your parents, dude? Why are all the parents dying? Why is every kid's heart breaking? Lion King, dude. Break. I watched that shit as an adult. Almost had PTSD. Like, yo, I don't like how the dad dies. Fuck this shit. Turn it off. Dad lives. <laughs> what the fuck's up with that old old Disney shit? Kill the parents. But especially the kill the father father figure? Oh, what's that about? And then they do it like with the shitty comedy, like bumbling dead. I'm Family Guy. I'm Simpsons. I'm Hank Hill. Bobby. Why doesn't Bobby have a... Oh, he, he does have a sister. They stopped it too because Bobby's disabled. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, oh boy, Bobby. <laughs> dude, that's why... Why didn't they have more than one... Like more than two kids? Dude, that's funny, bro. Think about that. Oh, I hate allergy season, dude. I can't... Want I gotta fix that. Maybe I'll buy an air filter for uh, the office down here. The office, bro. It's a dungeon. It's a, it's a, it's a dang dungeon. 
No, it's it's filled with light. I got Jesus. I got uh, Jesus and uh, forget the dynasty, but somebody. What else was I gonna talk about? I got a, I got a lot of things on my mind. It's Easter weekend. What does that mean for me? Easter's an interesting holiday. I'll talk about this because a lot of Christians don't know this. So why is Christmas Christmas? Uh, and why is it the same day? Right? It's always December 25th. Why is Easter dependent upon the full moon? Mm, did they... But like they say... Was, was he... I don't know. The, hey, hey. First and foremost, I'm an idiot. I haven't read the Bible. Read it in parts. I read the Bible like a autistic kid does. Like, okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't, you know what I mean? But I actually have read certain parts in depth, like Palms or whatever. whatever. I, I read what Old Testament. I've read, I've read things. I don't need to justify shit. I, I got to get better at not justifying anything. And, uh, fuck, dude. Trying to justify shit made me forget my train of thought. And that's something that I need. That's why I stopped. I was like, dude, as soon as you engage in justifying something... Oh, I hate that. I got to get better at that. Like, ah, justifying shit. I guess it's a rhetorical, like some people, like a security defense system. Like I got to justify why I said that because people might take it the wrong way. It's so funny. Like let them take it the wrong way. Don't justify it. I got to adopt more of this badass attitude I don't have. I'm like always justifying, like trying to cover my steps. Like I don't, I think you, I think podcasting works better if you don't cover your steps as much and you just kind of think freely and make the mistake whatever like maybe someone doesn't understand you that's fine as soon as you try to justify anything your argument stops and just like my argument stopped and my train of thought stopped like i just hate justifying shit personally and it's something i need to work on myself like why am i justifying whatever i think stupid don't justify it. Talk about it later if someone disagrees with it and continue with what you're thinking. Uh, justifying so... It fucks up my rhetorical approach. I hate it, dude. And I think this too. A lot of times, I don't understand... I understand this. The way I look at things is sometimes differently than other people. Like, I got into an argument with this guy who's like, followed by an anarchist, has like these libertarian thoughts. And I'm in the comment section. Let's see if you respond and catch me... I don't want to rely on other people's content. Maybe he responded. Maybe he didn't. Hasn't. Yep. Hasn't responded. And because I took him to the woodshed, figuratively, and I said, yo, your argument doesn't make sense. If you put your wood in that way, it comes out disfigured. You had to put your wood in this way. It comes in polished and looks nice, and your argument's a lot better. And I, should I show you? It doesn't really matter. Why not? Part of the show. Uh, here we go. Let me uh, let me show you this person. Why not, dude? It makes it interesting. Cause this is just closing the catch me outside. Catch me in the comments. Catch it. Catch me in the comments is comes from catch me outside. Uh, here we go. One second. Sorry. Oh, I hate how it does that. So, 
The idiots keep paying taxes, expecting the government to stop screwing up. And he, here's the, this is the, uh, the the gentleman, Lou Sander. I think he's a nice person, and uh, I think he makes a lot of good points. Uh, I just don't understand how people like him. He's saying like idiots keep paying taxes, voters are dumb. He thinks Obama and Clinton were more popular as presidents. Maybe the dumb people enough to like him are also dumb enough to take out giant student loans. Go see what I responded to this individual, right? And then you tell, then you gather your own thoughts and you say, and let me know, like, hey, Provo kid, you're out of line. I think you're wrong. I think he he has a couple good points, and I'll listen, dude. I swear to God. If you think this guy has a good point, let me know. I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't really think it matters in the end. The reason I did this, everybody want to know why I did this? I, I The Catch Me Outside section is all about this old joke. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. Okay. Okay. Hey. The comment section? It's free real estate. It's free real estate. So that's the whole point. It's free real estate. And it's funny because I spend a lot of time talking to these people. Not a lot. of It's minutes throughout a day. So it's funny. Uh, you're, people are like, you said that? Oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. That was only like 30 seconds of my thinking in a 24-hour day. <laughs> it was just me responding to that. And within a minute, boom. And then boom, I'm off. My day's somewhere else. I dissect their argument and try to respond as fast as possible i don't like take all day like who what are they what should i say how should i approach them it's just like okay 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 it doesn't matter it's free real estate so that's the catch that's why i do that that's the catch me uh in the comments yo catch me in the comments is that how you said wow so, uh, what's, uh, what's new in the podcast, dude? I haven't made any leeway in my Patreon. And it, it's because I don't know quite how to start it, right? Like, what's the best way? It's like a restaurant, right? Like, and I also believe I need to build up a, a little bit more hype. I think my, I'll let my Patreon kind of sit in the, in the pile of crap I put it in. For a while, before I clean it up, okay, hey, wipe it off and create something way better. And what I what I'm gonna create, right? It'll be hard to understand because it's gonna take a while for me to get there. People don't understand this because they see time in a linear way, and I can see things differently. I'll just I I'll just say this. Time doesn't make sense. And when I talk to people about time, I'm like, how do you know what time it is? And they'll give me, you know, it's this, it's this. Like, but why though? Like who who says? Who like who put that clock there? Why is the clock there? Who created the concept of the clock? And at the end of the day, you know what? 
I've never met anybody. They all obeyed time. Everybody I've ever met obeys time. But, but this, they don't know who put it there. They don't know why time's there or anything about time. Like, it's never, time is never, ever. People are like, they don't teach us tax in school. Nobody taught you time either, dude. Nobody taught you why there's a clock in the town center, did they? <laughs> why is a clock in the town center? Who created the idea of the clock? Not the sundial, the clock at the town center. Two different concepts. The clock keeps the passage of time as it relates to the sun. But who took the concept of time and put it into numbers and then structured your life around it? Who did that? Who made time what it is? Nobody knows. I've never met. When I engage in this question of time with anybody, I ever met. Nobody has answers. So I ask anybody, hey, do you know about time? Tell me about it. Where'd, who created it? Who made it? Time as you know it, the one on the clock. The one that keeps track of when you go into work and when you get out. You know? Nobody knows about time. And that's one of the, I think, the biggest conspiracies of all. This is the homebrew segment. Bow. And this is my number one homebrew, dude. Nobody has had this conspiracy but me because you know why I got it tripping on mushrooms in a legal state where it was decriminalized and it was in the past. I'm joking and it's all just a joke. This is an act. The provocate's not even real. Yeah, the concept of time, bro. And I, I was like, whoa, bro. Tripping on my time. I don't like you. I'm going to fight you. Like, what do you mean time? Fuck time. Time doesn't exist to me. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like, fuck it. It's relative. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. They say this. I... 3 o'clock, fuck 3 o'clock. I don't believe in 3 o'clock, you brainwashed zombie. 3 o'clock don't exist to me. I took mushrooms. Time is relative, dog. You see it linear. I see it. Five teachers. That's like, remember? Oh, man. Bro, the psychological operations that are just... I got, I got, I'll say this, the, the person who, I got recently, someone shared information with me. They're like, hey, look at this, look at this. And I always appreciate it. Like, if you know something, like, oh, you think you know about it? Hey, tell me why. Tell, hey, you figured it out? Show, hey, show me. Because a lot of times people are like, I like references. In other words, I like, I like opinions, but. If you have an argument, tell me why. Like, look at this, look at this. Have you seen this? Hey, hey Provocate, have you seen this book? Hey, Provocate, did you read this? I like that. I like people when they show me things. Instead of being like, hey, your art sucks. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate when people uh, take the time to even uh, just share anything with me. So, appreciate that uh, to, to everybody. So, uh, what's next, man? This podcast should have ended, and I didn't bring this up in the beginning. This podcast, by the way, should have, should be over. But, your boy, <laughs> hey, didn't press record. And there's some golden time lost. And it'll be available on, you'll see me, and this is the fun part about uh, art. 
you'll see me try to fix this and I'll let this. And the reason I, I want to do this and let my failure just be an example is because people can help me. They say, Hey, yo, try this, do this uh, or whatever. But on my YouTube, you'll be able to see like everything I've been doing right before where I was just jamming and chilling. And I think that's pretty awesome. So, uh, just, it's just nice having like, oh, of course the recorded part of the podcast, you're hearing the unrecorded part where I fucked up. You can still hear on my YouTube where I think I'm making a podcast and I'm not. And then you realize I tried to recreate what I did twice, which is difficult, but not that difficult. Cause I'm just here talking, talking to myself. Uh, and it's, it's my podcast, man. Where I talk to myself for an hour about whatever I think about. And um, I had that homebrew conspiracy. I already forgot about it. But uh, it was pretty dank. Thanks for checking. Oh, it was about time. That's my concept about time. If anybody takes that, uh, it doesn't matter because I've time stamped it. And if you take my knowledge and you spread it, it's awesome. And you don't give me credit because I think everyone's plagiarized. At this day and age, like... If you're not really replicating other people's thoughts, that's crazy to me. And usually I try not to replicate anybody's thoughts. Like the thoughts I've shared with you about time or uh, whatever, right? Like my my concept about time, like that's my thought, dude. That came from me. (laughs) That came from inside my heart. Uh, And a lot of times people are just sharing things they think that they heard from other people. And I'm guilty of that, obviously. Fuck, dude. Guilty. And I can't wait to fucking edit this, dude. I think it's been a good podcast. Um, man, dude, I'm just a dude, bro. <laughs> just a dude. Uh, trying to figure out how to create content and not be a consumer. Right? Because I, I don't know why people... I get it. I think be, there are lurkers, right? There's people who just enjoy content because there is no more tv right i look at my instagram channel as a tv channel right you come to my channel on saturday to see cringe like saturday morning cartoons you wake up guess who's bringing that cringe grill baby yo it's me i do cringe on saturday i'm posting all my tiktok cringe on saturday i don't do it any other day of the week so i i see my and I'm giving away some of the I'm talk I'm talking inside baseball about how I make my art and how I look at it cuz you call that art? You think Michelangelo would have just painted what he painted if he had a fucking screen? Oh, you're out of your fucking mind, bro. You think Nietzsche would have wrote anything that he wrote if he could have watched fucking 6 episodes of True Blood? No, dude. Oh, get out of here, bro. If, if Nietzsche had access to HBO Max, you think he would have had an opinion? No, Nietzsche would have been placed in special education. That's a fact. He would have labeled ODD. What's it called? Obsessive Defiant Disorder? What is it? What is it? What is it? I always forget it. Oppositional Defiant Disorder. I forget it because it's so imaginary. Like you really have to go into the depths of your imagination to just create that disorder. They're uh, oppositionally defiant. 
13 years old and no one can break them. It's like a horse, right? People are like horses, right? There's always a soul master who's like, yo, yo, this this person's out of balance. <laughs> Bring him over here. Hey, you, stop abusing him. Hey, you, don't be a bully. And other people are like, I can't figure out what's wrong with this kid. Oh, his mom has cancer. <laughs> his dad's sad. But this kid's obsessed. He's oppositionally defiant. That was me, by the way. That was me. In some part. Not cheerfully. But in part, yeah. ODD. He's labeled it. But not my parents never accepted the disorder, so I was never diagnosed with it. Isn't that crazy, dude? I always think about this. I talk about it every podcast, bro. Skip it. Uh what else can I talk about that I haven't talked about? Uh man, podcast is almost over, dude. I make it look easy. Almost now, like an hour, dude. I just it, it it's almost an hour and a half of me talking to myself, dude. I amaze myself, dude. And it started where I would look at the time like I'm five minutes. <laughs> How do I do a podcast? And it was like ten minutes in, I'm scared. It's twenty minutes in, I'm like, fuck, this is hard. Now, uh, usually I used to complain like the last 15 minutes is the hardest part to talk, but right now, like, fuck it, dude, it's not the hardest part to talk. I, and it, honestly, sometimes I, the, the my ability to have these conversations just with myself, I, I think I would, I have this anytime I'm with anybody, like, you like to talk? Nobody likes to talk these days. Everybody avoids conflict. You want to know why? I think because if, if they are forced to engage in a discussion where they challenge their, their belief system and they lose, they have to change. Change is the, the number one, I think, fear for people. Like Change also is a synonym to novelty because it's new, right? People love and hate new things. Like, you ever, like, give someone something new or, like, what's, like, hey, here's news and it's bad, right? News. News. I just found that lyric, like, what's that called? Uh, Fuck, man. News. That's weird. I just had a brain download. I gotta think about that a little bit later. Fuck, man. When I have, like, thoughts and I want to go into a thought, but I don't know how Oh, fuck, bro. What a podcast. Can't believe anybody would listen to this to the end. But they do, I imagine. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Uh, Thank you, Wife. Uh, And um, thank you for everybody who skipped to the last part of the podcast to see what I talked about. Because I imagine that's usually what people haven't like. Uh, Skip, listen to the first part. Skip to the middle. Listen to the last part. That's uh, so typical. It's like, dude, maybe I said something important. Like, I have so many lost gems throughout this podcast. Like, oh. Wow. Wow. Anyways, great, great week for me just making content. Uh, it's just nice making art, making reels. Uh, let me know what you like about it. If you, if you ever like, hey, this is funny, more of this, more of that. Do you like the reels? Do you like the podcast? Oh. Well, everybody likes everything for different reasons, but 
you know what I stopped doing is making uh, like art music videos. I thought about that. It's like, oh, that's a deep part of my content. Where like you go back, you're like, oh, he's making like some. He's like touching into some cool vibes. Like he's listening to some stuff, making some art. Uh, so I look back at that, and some of it's like ten plays. What the fuck? Nobody liked that shit. Crazy dog. Uh, but man, what a wild journey a podcast is, dude. It's nuts. And like, I don't think at the end of the day, like, why do I do, I do it for myself, dude? It's just fun. It's a fun way to spend an hour. It's fun. It's fun to do bad things. It's fun to talk to yourself, dude. It's fun to like, hey, I got a time in the day. Usually, people used to write in a journal. This is me talking to myself for an hour. That stupid shit. And, I, and I, it's funny because I allow people to interact. Nobody ever does. And you think people would like just find me in the comments and be like, oh, look at this idiot. I can't wait till his podcast is on. I'll talk shit to him. Nobody ever does, bro. They're, they're like, no, nobody's ever hate. I get no hate. Dude. It's crazy. Uh, I don't want hate. But it's just funny. Like nobody, maybe I'm nice. Uh, I think I am nice, but nobody's trying to find me right now and talk about student loan debt. Because, yeah, imagine being that hardcore about student loan debt. You're like, oh, as soon as as soon as soon Provo Kid starts his podcast today, I'm going to fucking let him know, dude. Everybody, everybody needs to pay their student loan debt. Everybody needs to pay it. They owe it. They owe it to the banks. They owe it to the loaners. Give those loans for the, that piece of paper. And it's funny because you have the right to say, they have a gender arts degree, idiots. Yeah, they are idiots. Help them out. Forgive their loans, you dummy. God. Forgive them their sins, brothers. People forget that. It's like, forgive them their sins. Everybody wants to hold people to their feet to the fire, bro. It's disgusting. You're citizens, bro. You're fellow plebeian. Make the pleb pay. Make the idiot plebeian pay. Anarchy, liberty. And I'm an anarchist. I'm an, I'm a libertarian. And when I see other people do that, I'm like, yo, is the government paying you? You sound like a fucking shill. Why are you telling plebs to burn, dog? Don't you know your own... Don't you... Can't you see your own class? Dummy? God, dude. Dumb people, dude. You're dumb. Because you're calling everybody else who's in the same class dumb, bro. We're all in the same class. We're nobodies. The elites don't care about us. Making fucking other plebs pay their stupid debts to these fucking elites? You're an idiot. Make the elites bite it. So stupid. Fuck, bro. <laughs> what a podcast, dude. 55 minutes. Thanks, man. I ended it with some heat. There's a little bit of acting. But I love you guys. Uh, thanks for watching the podcast. If you're going to stick around, the pod- uh, uh, hey, I got to edit it, post it. I'm not ending the live stream or anything like that. But uh, hey, if you're here, Fucking appreciate it. If you're listening later, fucking appreciate it. If you don't like me and you don't support the content, righteous brother, 
you you get to choose your own thing. And I hope it. If I was for if people forced, if they were forced to listen to me, like if I found out Gitmo made people listen to me, I'd stop. I'd take everything down. I will. If anybody uses my stuff to to torture other people, or if you if you take my content to hurt other people's feelings, you're wrong. That's wrong to do that. Oh, man. Fuck, dude. Thanks, everybody, man. Allergies be kicking my ass. Wow, but I love it, dude. You know how I started? You know how I ended, bro. Uh, it's the same old song for the same old thing, dude. Ah, Thank you for the real ones out there. God bless. Many blessings. I'll be back uh, in my live stream uh, almost immediately. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba. Um... Pretty fast. You don't stop.